All right. Ready? Yeah. It's still recording. Oh, oh it's still recording? Okay. Started the <laughs> fucking timer. We've, we're officially Two Belts Podcast, official fucking bonus episode. Bonus. bonus. Ding, 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 ding. Bonus episode talking about wrestling because I know a lot of people have been wondering why the hell why we don't talk we about- Why we are called Two Belts and why do we don't have more shit on wrestling? Yeah, we were, we we're going to do it during special big events, but I, I don't know. The past couple of weeks has been pretty big. It's and been the past couple of months since yeah, WrestleMania. Since WrestleMania has been really, really big in terms of wrestling. Like, you know, even though like when we last left off at WrestleMania, Sting was still wrestling. Now he's like completely like- like wherever the fuck he is now, he's in the rafters. He's he's in the rafters. <laughs> you think he sleeps up there? He's yeah, he's up there. He's chilling. He's up there. Listen, we've had eight million pay per views since WrestleMania. Yo, which is every awesome. two weeks almost. Every yeah. we've had payback like which was probably like four weeks ago, and like um the other one on the NXT Unstoppable one was right after that. That show was amazing. That show was fucking great. Um, then we had Elimination Chamber just last this past Sunday. That shit was hit and miss. And then I we like have it. Money in the Bank, which is in the week after. I think this it's, Sunday, yeah, next Sunday, the week after next Sunday. So so many pay per views, so little time. Still nine ninety nine. Um, that was great. That was a shameless that was ass plug. <laughs> wow, they, H- they owe you Tri- some. Triple H is writing their check with a sledgehammer right now. <laughs> right, <America>. fucking um. <laughs> Also, you know, TNA looks like they're about to go left. Right under. Was, Ring um, of Honor looks like it's going to end up on TV soon. It, it, it already is. Ring of oh. Honor is on TV. It was it's on, on the same channel as a, a TNA. So oh. On the same day. Last, oh. Yeah, last the Wednesday. Shade. Last Wednesday they moved. Well, they announced they moved TNA to 9 p.m. on Wednesdays like a couple weeks ago. It's like, okay, uh-huh. we're taking this out the Friday slot that no one fucking watches. Uh-huh. And we're sticking it to Wednesday. And then like in a fucking completely unforeseen move like even TNA didn't know they decide hey we have Ring of Honor that's now airing in front of TNA 8pm on Wednesdays biggest fucking move for ROH and in, and it comes in conjunction because at the same time, like a couple of weeks ago, it was announced that Destination America is not moving forward with TNA past I think September or something Yeah. so they really after how many times after like last year of them being on Spike TV and trying to find a network, now they're being pretty much shut out of another network Ooh. because apparently advertisers don't want to pay or don't want to you know use sponsoring on TNA or something like that. I think they have a lot of bad press. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I honestly don't watch the show. I, Me neither. Yeah, I don't watch the I've show at all. Given up on the show. They have a lot of time. bad press just because it's a very very like. Tongue in cheek and kind of retarded show. Yeah, it's the very, production is just bad. Yeah, yeah. it's just bad overall. Not Last very episode, good they um, I I didn't watch it, but I pretty much heard that they had Mickey James get hit by a train or something. What? And she's dead now. I almost thought what? you said they had they ran a train on Mickey James. I was like, <laughs> I was about really, word. I was like, this is really bad television. If y'all running trains on TV, <laughs> oh shit, y'all have stooped to a new low. Um, teenagers always look bad. You know what it always looked like to me. You know, you know that scene in Batman and Robin mm-hmm. where they're like at the party outside with all the crazy lights and the bikers, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what every entrance looks like to me. That, yeah, and they have it really looks like Bane is going to come out. Budget music and all it's that. Just it's bad. It's just it's, yeah. Even Kurt Angle has bad music. God, and I know Kurt Angle. He did not want to come back to TNA. I mean, he he came back to TNA because WWE wanted him. WWE. I I really don't think Triple H wanted him at all. No, they don't have a use for him. They don't. They. I don't think they nah, wanted him. He just him. doesn't give a fuck about him. Yeah, that's what it really. I feels really like. think that's it too. Um, let's get into what the probably the biggest new. Well, there's a lot of big fucking subjects. Um, NXT Unstoppable mm-hmm. because you know I don't really want to talk about payback. Payback was they had that fatal four way. 
Yes. Which is pretty yeah. dope. Fatal Four was, was that dope. triple power bomb. That tri- yeah, the setup to the triple bomb, power bomb, like the shield being reunited for all of five seconds. That was fucking dope. That First was fucking all, hilarious. I want to give, in terms of that match, and I just want to give props to Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins because I think um, they've been paired a lot over the last year because you know Seth Rollins turned on the shield, and for some reason it hasn't. The main focus hasn't been like Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. It's really been Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Whatever they do together mm-hmm. is complete gold. It still feels yeah. fresh. It's they've had they had WWE notoriously has bad lumberjack matches. Like yeah. they have the most cliche lumberjack matches of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. SummerSlam last year, they killed it. Um Dean Ambrose went out to film some movie and got his head fucking curb stomped into a bunch of cinder bricks, cinder blocks. He came back, it was a big return. Mm-hmm. They had this hell in a cell where for the first time since like the Whatever it might have been, Triple H versus McFoley or something like no Triple H versus Chris Jericho actually, where they went on the top of the cell. But this was like the first time someone fell off the cell in like twenty years and stuff like that. Um, now they had this fatal four way match last Sunday mm-hmm. where they just like it was originally a triple threat match. They inserted Dean Ambrose into it, and he's just like whatever they do together is first just of all, first very of all, that nigga is like he's a brawler he's mad berserk so i love it he's berserk he they... also has like the worst punches ever yeah they're really bad like in terms of just punches like they don't look like they hurt at all like they're they don't look like even though his like his um his clothesline look like that shit hurts <laughs> his clothes i don't know his clothesline his a cross lot of body pe- a lot of people give flack to that um that clothesline just because it's like where he slings back it's completely unrealistic in every sort of fashion the way he would get more force just running straight at them instead of probably doing the um the bouncing off the rope yeah he gets a lot of flack for that actually but um whatever they do together is fucking amazing that fatal four-way match with um roman reigns randy orton seth rollins dean ambrose another Mm -hmm. great match they've had um they've got a match coming up at money in the bank they had another match at elimination chamber which is pretty damn good that was really good i thought the finish was pretty good it was it was a great Um, finish i I liked him stealing the belt son i wanted him to spray paint the belt i like him stealing the belt too because it's just like it's uh he thinks he should it gives him it gives that feud a lot more it gives stealing the belt meaning because before they stole the belt like for the intercontinental ladder match and just people were just running off with the belt for no particular reason he stole that belt too yeah, he yeah. stole that yeah, belt. he's a belt stealer. That's <laughs> tight. They were just making a point on that on Monday that he was a klepto. But um, <laughs> he's he, he he stole this belt not just because he wants to steal the belt, but he feels like it's he's his. rightfully the champion. It, it, he pinned him clean. He pinned him clean. He one, two, him, three. He pinned him clean. And Yo, the reason sad. why he lost the match was because Seth Rollins pulled the referee in the way. And thus getting him a disqualification. So he feels justified in that. In, in carrying around the belt. He feels that he is the rightful champion. He is. And now Seth Rollins feels like, hey, he's getting a lot of this shit for, like, hey, I need the shield. I need Jane. Not the shield. You need Jane J. You need the authority. He's like, no, I don't need the authority right now. I'm trying to do this on my own right now. And I Which think, I think is tight. It's a great yeah, direction. He's really needed yeah, that. Yeah, it's giving him a breakout. It's making him less seem less of, like, a paper champion. Right. And more of, like, a real fucking wrestler. Right. Because he's a real fucking wrestler. Um... In the past two weeks, let's um, see, Kevin Owens versus John Cena. Oh, my God. I love that match. Son. You, that match had me on the edge of my fucking seat because I wanted Owens to win so bad. That match was he, very, very dope. Yo, he he hit him with every possible move and maneuver in his moveset. It was crazy. I, he had John Cena doing some crazy shit, too. Crazy shit. Like, it, it was a great 
match. It's it's a very, it was a very like indie match to me. Yeah. Just sort of like very big bumps and a lot of kickouts because of like there's no way. I mean, John Cena's great and all, but he kicked out a pop up power bomb and the top rope fisherman power bomb suplex shit. Yo, whatever. I've never really seen that move done it's more than like probably fucking, once before. It's fucking incredible. That match was dope. The feud is dope. He survived a fat guy senton. I thought that's one thing you wouldn't survive. <laughs> a fat guy senton. You gotta you gotta take an L after that. Kevin Owens is like he's He's a great heel because he's even though he's like he sh- he honestly should probably be a face. He's like fighting for m- money and you know for survival for his own family. But he says he's now he's like yo I'm willing to do anything that needs to be done for my family. Which if it means fucking you up, I'm gonna fuck you up. Mm. And he's had he's like as a heel, he's one of the most like sort of secure heels. In terms of, like, he's just, like, a secure, normal person. He's mad reserved. Yeah, he's mad reserved. He's secure. Like, even he's... when he insults you, it's mad, like, you guys are all fucking idiots. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, you guys are fucking idiots for even thinking that. Like, he, he was, he's mad at John Cena because John Cena's taking credit for injuring Sami Zayn. And he's like, no, I injured Sami Zayn. <laughs> Sami Zayn was the one who was the champion, and I was the one who put an end to all this shit. And, and now... he called him Super Cena. Super Cena. He called him Super Cena, which is great. It's never been said on TV before. Mm -hmm. I think that's a part of his... That's an indie thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of... That's a part of his his appeal. I'm worrying that it's... I like the the fact that they stress this in the the feud. I've been doing this for longer than you. Right. So it's like... It's a feeling of entitlement. I love this shit. I think... um, I give you veteran advice. Like, that was great. They have to walk a certain line with him because it's easy for him to just become a face because of all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy for him to become very, very likable because of it, where he's trying to have this, like, thing where he has no redeeming qualities at all. But it's very, very easy for him to become a face. Mm-hmm. And I think they have to sort of make sure to push it. I think it's really because it's against John Cena. Like, if he was, like, power, pop-up powerbombing Dolph Ziggler, he'd be booed out the building. Yeah. But it's because it's John Cena and he has that sort of polarizing view. But mm-hmm. Kevin Owens, John Cena, they have another match of Money in the Bank for some odd reason. It, uh, the belt should be on the line. I feel like I would have wanted to see him walk in with two belts, like, I, just swinging he, them shits around. The best... He he says he doesn't want the belt, and I think that's cool. He's like, I don't need your crappy belt. I'm already a champion. He, and he's the champion of NXT. Um, he signed a main roster contract, so now he'll be on the main roster indefinitely for now. Um, so eventually that NXT title is going to be gone. And I just want to know how he'll lose it. Listen, NXT announced this past week. All the, Jap- the, the thing in Japan. They're airing a special live from Japan on July 4th, and it will feature Kevin Owens versus um, Finn, Finn, ba- Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Finn, Finn Balor. Ba- Finn Balor. There we go. Finn Balor for the NXT Championship in Japan. Yo, Finn Balor. Yo, I like watching this dude's matches. So. Yeah, he's dope. He's dope. He's dope. I just think he shouldn't talk. Finn? It doesn't fit his character. At I all. think um, not as a face. I he's think like a, he's the demon, and then he does his crawling thing right. to the ring. Like, why are you I talking like a normal lot, person? He's a lot more of a presence, like a sort of Undertaker, where he has exactly. more of a presence. So he, I just feel like he shouldn't speak. Uh, That's the only flaw I think his character. You feel has. like he should do what? Like you remember? I think it was maybe it was Batista's championship mm-hmm. where he just came in, pointed oh. at the marquee, and pointed at the belt, and just dipped. <laughs> that yeah. shit was mad epic. That's. He could just point. Fucking um, who? What else? Uh, the 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 Samoa Samoa. Yes, the return of Samoa Joe. Samoa yeah. Joe. Not even the return. The debut of Samoa. Seeing Samoa Joe in the WWE. The only reason why I ever watched TNA. Really? With Samoa yeah. Joe. Yeah, that's him true. and Abyss. Him. Him and Abyss and Jeff Hardy and, and Kurt Angle first going there. 
But the only two TNA superstars I really paid attention to at first was Abyss and Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Mm. And Samoa Joe never flopped. It's a big fucking coup for the WWE. So um, it was they, – they were in talks. NXT Unstoppable. I had a suspicion that he might come out, yeah, but that was also like, eh, maybe they really want to cap off this feud. Because that day Triple H was like, yeah, um, we don't know what's happening. And right. then the same day he debuted. So I'm like, all right, Triple H, I'm not listening to you right, anymore. Right, right. So <laughs> Samoa Joe debuts at the end of Unstoppable and like f- f- stares down with Kevin Owens. Kevin mm-hmm. Owens is now like public enemy number one pretty much. Yeah, Because he's course. got like 80 million people who hate him for several different reasons. Most of them is because he like pretty much killed them. But um, – <laughs> Samoa Joe comes out, and now he's really incorporated into these NXT storylines. He had a match on—I don't know if they actually aired this on TV, but he oh, had a match on Superstars. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. On Monday, it was taped on Monday, where he like wrestled Tyson Kidd and actually probably injured Tyson Kidd, actually. Yeah, which is very, very unfortunate for the Cesaro Tyson Kidd tag team. Um, which, nah. I think I think it's fine. I think they kind of need to go their separate ways. <laughs> You're an evil man. I don't think so yet. Tyson, they're, they're not yet, L. not yet, not I, yet. But I don't I think mean, so. like, eventually like they got to take. They got to go like their own separate ways eventually. But without, without the headphones. But apparently now, <laughs> um, Samoa Joe signed a full contract with the WWE. Like now yeah. he's officially here. I just hope he's not in trouble for that injury thing. I don't man. think so. He's I mean, injuries not. happen. There are a lot yeah. of wrestlers that are just plain stiff. Right. Um... Let's see. What else has been a highlight? A fucking new day, an enjoyment for the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Just like they've – everyone sort of hated them as – Sort of quasi-heel right now. I mean, I think they're full-blown – not full-blown heel, but they aren't They aren't heels who are like – aren't like monster heels or like yeah. – they're, they're kind of like – They're still they're not positive the, Yeah, they're degree. not despicable heels. You mean they're yeah. Bo Dallas heels? Yes. Yeah. Yo, Bo, Bo Dallas would fit I love well. Bo Dallas, man. Bo Dallas would fit – Bo Dallas would fit well in the new day as like the yeah. Owen Hart and like the nation sort of thing. <laughs> right. So, uh, so I'd be super weak if I saw that. Like, Me too. You've got to believe you New Day. Believe, I they should really consider putting Bo Dallas in the new day. I'm tired of him jobbing. Nah, man. nah, he's gonna be they're gonna put a koofy on him and they're gonna call him Bro Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna put a koofy on that. Oh nigga. shit. Um oh shit. Uh fucking Bo Dallas. He's yeah. He's he Bro lost Lee. the. I think it's because he's in the way of Adrian Neville's push. Oh, um, I have a lot of conflicting feelings on Adrian Neville. Really? Yeah. He yeah. feels like he's, he's kind of a stale wrestler sometimes. He's dope. Listen, don't get me wrong. He's dope. He's extra crisp in the ring. Like yeah. crisp. He doesn't botch anything. All his moves hit. He's very very crisp. He delivers a lot well. I don't think he has sort of that. He he lacks a sort of well. He lacks sort of the charisma. On the mic, he's he's passable on the mic. He can get from point A to point B uh-huh. as long as he has to get from point A to point B and you don't have to veer off to like point C or something like that. If you need him to get somewhere, he'll get there eventually. But he's not like sort of a dynamic wrestler in the ring. I think um, he utilizes a lot of – and I think that may just because getting fans used to his sort of style and appearance and just used to him. So he has these sort of trademark moves. But he's not sort of a functional wrestler in terms of just like using – in terms of winning in different situations, winning with the red arrow all the time, it kind of just like, you know, there's other ways to win. There's other moves you can do. He has a great move set in NXT where he um, he didn't win matches the same every time. I think now he's just sort of flowing through the motions I think that's on the, the main I think roster. that's his gimmick, though. <sighs> just like this high flyer. He and can I, do this cool flip. But gimmick. I think that's not – I think a lot of people need to invest in you beyond that or else yeah. he's going to end up like an Evan Bourne 
where it's just like, he's oh, he's a great high flyer high. with a great finisher. And then it's like, or he ends up like, you know. Breaking his foot and getting high a lot? Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, what happened to Evan Moore. So, so if we being real. He's, um, what else? A, a lot of different wrestlers who just didn't have this sort of character or dynamic, didn't build upon that, but just had all the flashy moves that go with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see him end up like, before the end of the year, if they really have nothing for him, he'll end up in a tag team with somebody else. Yeah, definitely. Like, that's that that's literally just going to happen. That's more than likely what's going to happen. So, I feel like that's the difference between him and, like, Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Where Sami Zayn is, like, Sami Zayn, he doesn't sort of use all the major high flippy moves that um, Adrian Neville does. But he tells more of a story and right. he has more of a character. And True. you invest in him more because of that. I mean, that's easy when you're Seth Rogen, you know. Seth Rogen? Well, he looks like Seth Rogen. Oh, that's Rogen. true. <laughs> he totally looks like a skinny Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Seth Rogen, like, for Fucking, sure. Fucking, um, what else happened? Shit. A lot. Let's see, let's see. Which is see. great. A lot happened, so. Uh, the Intercontinental Elimination Chamber match, which was Sucked. not so hot. No. It really wasn't. But neither put, match was really Yeah, good. they were really, they were really neither, underwhelming. Ne- well, I think the it's, tag team chamber match wasn't super bad. It was. It was. I just hated that they weren't all in there at the same time at any point. I think the em- the eliminations were very quick. It's the elimination chamber. It's just um, the the way it is. It's like you sit and then you wait and then it, it, there's no real suspense when someone comes out because no one really fights for suspense. To like, hey, we need someone to come out. Or something along those lines. I'm trying to get in the words, but there's no real suspense in sort of the elimination chamber. Mm-hmm. And it, granted, it probably hurts. It doesn't look like it hurts all the time, but that it, shit hurts like fuck. It, it hurts like you're shit. Hitting like you're hitting like raw, like like raw like, steel, raw like, steel yeah. with your back. Fucking, but it's there's no like, I don't know. I neither of those chambers had shit was. Kalisto was just flopping on them. He's just, yeah, he really just like climbed up on stuff and jumped off stuff for like the entire like seven minutes he was in there. Yeah. And um the inter intercontinental one, Rusev got injured for horribly. I'm which Rusev is, got injured. I feel like they should have left Kofi Kingston and like Big E in that one and just put Kofi King I mean like put Big E and uh, Xavier Woods in that one and left Kofi Kingston in the Intercontinental one. I think... Because we would have got a lot more, like, high-flying spots and stuff like that. Well, we got Mark Henry, which is... Eh, well, that was random. That was random, that but... was very random. I think... I don't know. I, I didn't really he, serve he, a They were in Texas, so he was niggas there. Thought, niggas thought it was funny because, you know, Mark Henry is a guy that's, like, gets injured a lot, so it's, like, laughable right. for him to fill in for someone's injury. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much... That. I, was, I was pointing out the ironic uh, irony of that. Um, neither match was passable. When Rusev got injured, it pretty much threw all the entire story for the Intercontinental Elimination Chamber out into the bushes because I have no idea why that out of the all six members, only two of them had a sort of storyline going on and mm-hmm. everyone's just sort of inserted in there. But, um, Ryback won. Uh, She's all right. Eh. Yeah, I think he's not as bad as he used to be. Nah, he True. kind of does. Listen, you got to live through – if he had to live through all that CM Punk hate, like, yeah. he kind of right. deserves it. He does. Yeah. He's been working his ass off for, like, 10 years now. I think he – this is his first actual title. Yeah, he deserves so it. So I think he kind of deserves it. I mean, I don't see him as a long-term champion by any means, but he definitely does deserve it. Um, What else? The Divas stuff, I'm mm, – Divas, NXT Divas are just way better. Just They're, like – There's no cla- point. They're lapping them Divas. by, like – three laps like they're, yeah, they're three steps ahead of them um i just want to know what they're gonna do with bray wyatt because he's just lingering he's ling- I, yeah it's really a it's really a case of they don't really know what to do, what with, to him. do with him yeah um 
he's a very special character. I don't like how all his feuds start with him just randomly attacking people. Yeah. Like, that's literally how the Daniel Bryan feud start. That's literally how the John Cena feud start. That's literally how the Chris Jericho feud start. That's literally uh, how... Every feud. The Ryback yeah. feud started. The Undertaker feud started. Like, it's... Just find a different way to get him in the yeah, story. or because like because he's a talkative person, so... Like, or push his character. Yeah. Um, mankind... When he started, it wasn't the same mankind, but he finished, even right. though it was just like... It evolved. It, it evolved. Just, you you got to take the next step in sort of evolving his character and introducing him to new things. Maybe him finding like his mortality or something like that, that he's not really... Potentially, he's not, maybe he's not as great as he is, and maybe work towards that, or just something that just brings a, a, another layer of character towards him, and he's already sort of a layered person. Um, what I wanted to end off off is uh, just a question on predicting the SummerSlam main event. What do you think should be the SummerSlam main event, Tuck? Hmm. I think Brock Lesnar should have something to do with it. This, this, yeah. I, this is my ideal thing that I would like to see uh-huh. happen. And this kind of has something to do with money in the bank, though. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see Dean Ambrose be Seth Rollins for the championship mm-hmm. and have Roman Reigns cash in on Dean Ambrose and do a heel turn. Right. Mm-hmm. And then have another Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar match without someone messing it up. Because I want to see Roman Reigns get destroyed. Right. And then and somehow... That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. And then, I don't know, somehow still stand up at the end of it. But I want to see Brock Lesnar involved in right. it. I don't see Brock Lesnar on any card not being the main event. Right. It doesn't make sense. I agree. His contract is not built for him to be like yeah, in a, yeah. in a mid card. So. Yeah, so he, he has to be the main event. I don't want to see him and Seth Rollins because I don't really, be- I don't think it's a believable match. Uh-huh. So anyone but Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar is cool, Carlos, and not another triple threat. Um, I'm kind of tired of old niggas. I feel like it's the it's not the age of old niggas anymore, right, and right. I'm tired of them selling out arenas because old niggas are on the card. I mm-hmm. agree with that. But Brock Lesnar is a good wrestler. Not going to deny that mm-hmm. he's a good wrestler. He still he still can make you feel something when when he steps in that ring, son. Right. But um, I'd rather much see Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins again, again? but with a completely different stipulations. Okay. Like maybe like make it like you remember WrestleMania 17, or Re- was it 18, where they had the no holds barred match and it was just wild. Like they fought oh, throughout the whole seven, arena. Wait, 17 it was, was it Austin versus Rock? Yeah, Austin yeah, versus yeah, Rock. Yeah, 17. They fought all around the Never arena. Forget that they match. didn't give a fuck, son. Yeah, it's, it, it, it could some, work. I want to see something like that because you see shades of that in this feud where right. it's like the rebellious dude that always rides in no matter what. Right. And then the corporate champion. Right. I I mean, yeah. it's it, it could work. They'd have to extend the feud um, longer and longer, like another two. Well, they can sort of skip that. They can sort of skip a month and then return back to it or something mm-hmm. along those and lines. And I also wouldn't mind Dean and Roman or Triple H versus Seth eventually. Either. Right. That'd I think that's happening good. eventually. I yeah. think the seeds are starting to be planted for it now, actually, with Seth wanting to do things on his own. And then um, because a lot of everyone who's sort of left or has problems with uh, who are in the authority or who's in the, currently in the authority and who has problems with the authority is because of Seth Rollins and his big head. I think if Seth Rollins <laughs> wins this Money in the Bank ladder match, it'll get so much to him that he won't think he needs Triple H or he'll like – belittle Triple H and then that will bring out sort of a Seth Rollins Triple H feud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it would have to be hard because Seth Rollins is such a great heel and Triple H is like a heel right now and one of them would have to switch alignments or something. But um, in terms of what I think should be the SummerSlam main event, I agree it should definitely include Brock Lesnar. I'm kind of leaning towards Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns again, but Roman Reigns would definitely, yeah, he would have to win the championship. Yeah. And I want to see Brock lose. I'm also leaning towards... 
a, a rematch of WrestleMania with um, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins again. Um, I think um, Roman Reigns. Well, Roman Reigns looks ready. He he looks like he's about to win Money in the Bank. Like they're literally yeah, like, yeah they're just gonna they're setting him up. Yeah. So that might not happen. It might just be Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar, which is honestly and then have him cash in there. That would be awesome too. That would be that would listen. That would payback. be great. That would be payback if he cashed in during their match at SummerSlam and won the championship. Um, I th- so I'm really I'm I guess I'll lean more towards Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. It's not a believable match. They've had encounters over the past year. They had the encounter at the Royal Rumble, um, with that amazing triple threat match. They had the encounter at WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar nearly killed Michael Cole to get to Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> never got his revenge either, so that makes the most sense. So I happen. think they're pushing towards Seth Rollins yeah, versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I'd be cool with that, as long as there's a cash in. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I agree. So um, we'll end on that note, since mm-hmm. we have to get out of here. Um, Tuck, thanks for coming through again. No problem. Bonus. Bonus wrestling podcast. Um, maybe we'll, next time we'll do this, maybe after SummerSlam or something. Probably. Yeah. Um, I'm going to SummerSlam. I, we need, we still need to decide if we want to go to the Raw after SummerSlam, which is also in Brooklyn. If you decide to do that, I want to go. Okay. Right. I would totally go. Um, I got to put the bread up for that. It's, uh, the only thing is, is that it's sold out on Ticketmaster. Here's the thing. I don't know if there's bots or something. They are. But like. That, that could be a whole nother podcast. Yeah, yeah, There's like. There's, Ticketmaster it's, robots. It, it's, sell, it's sold out immediately. I was only able to get one ticket and I was looking for two. And it was sold out immediately. And now all the tickets are pretty much being resold on like StubHub and like various other yeah. places. So mm. um, at higher prices. So we'll see. Um, SummerSlam is in Brooklyn. The Raw after SummerSlam, I want to go oh, to as well. Someone's getting murked. <laughs> um, hopefully, NXT comes to New York City, which I think hopefully, will happen. Hopefully, not Albany. Yeah. No, not Albany. Not Albany. Not, not Albany, not White Plains. Just no, no, no. The city. New York yes, City, please. Manhattan Center, whatever please the make fuck history. is open. So, yeah, this is the wrestling side of the Two Belts podcast. We're out again. Call, Sasha Banks, call me.